Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with EXP. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent, this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Hub. Good morning, everybody. I love it. Super small group. You know what a super small group on a topic like today's topic means? It means that y'all are going to be one, like that top that 1% because no one wants to come to a call and learn about stats, right? But you do, <laughs> you do. You all want to be here. You want to learn about stats. You want to learn like what stats to track or at least know what stats I track and share what stats you track, right? We want to talk about stats and we want to talk about why we track them, when we track them and how to use them. Right. That's why you're here. And so thank you for being here. I knew it would be a little bit of a smaller call, but that's fine because guess what? We're going to dive deep, you guys. We're going to dive super deep. So um, you probably know by following me and coming to my calls that I am a huge proponent for tracking. Huge proponent. Brandon can attest to this, attest to this. Brandon is doing, Brandon does my engagements, my Instagram engagements. And the other day he said, I did five engagements today. I'm like, okay, who did you engage with? What type of engagement did you do? What type of response did we get? And he was like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, we track everything. We track everything. Because if you don't track, how do you know where you're going? How do you know what your progress actually is? How do you know, you know, how do you like, it's really easy with all the stuff that we do to like think that you're getting a lot done. But if you're not actually tracking your results, the reality is you don't know where you're going. It's so much easier to go somewhere when you know exactly what you're accomplishing. Does everyone agree with that? Okay. So I'm going to show you a couple of the tools that I use to track the stats that I track, but then we can also talk about like other things like, you know, we track our calls. We track how many calls we're making. We track how many people picked up the phone call. I track how many appointments I set, how many appointments I went on, how many people I had to talk to to get the appointment. Like we track everything. So um, I'm going to share with you how I track local market stats because I think that's something really, really relevant and really important to what's going on in business today. And I'm going to show you a couple of things that I've learned from doing this um, and then like how I'm actually able to utilize it in talking to people as they're giving us objections because we're who's getting objections right now who has people who are waiting to buy who has people whose friends and family said don't buy because the interest rates are just too volatile right who has people who who their people are waiting to sell because you know if i sell why do i want to sell my house with a three percent interest rate when i have to buy a new one at a six percent interest rate how many are you hearing that one right now I hear that one all the time. Like these are just like, and so the reason why stats are important is because like you can practice a script all day, every day about how to overcome a common objection. But if you can actually show somebody a legitimate, like, look, six weeks ago, this is where home prices were at. Today, here's where we're at. What's going to happen in the next six weeks? Do you think that would make a much more powerful impact? I can just tell you it has made a more powerful impact for me. I've got two sellers that are now like, okay. 
I think it's time because we've been talking for the last year and we, they were on to sell back in, back in July. And I was like, I, I'm just going to tell you guys, I don't think you need to wait much longer. <laughs> and uh, I didn't, I wasn't at that time tracking stats. Now I'm tracking stats. And so now I'm like, now you need to take action. And they're like, okay, so let's take a look. So um, as you know, usually with my calls, feel free to uh, come off mute, ask questions, put questions in the comments. We'll keep the chat up here just in case there are questions that come up. Um, but let us start with this. So uh, let me go here. So I have this tracker and I, I you know, I, I put my own spin on this, but this is something I, I ripped off and duplicated from someone else. So, you know, I don't know who who I got this from. I think I got it from someone um, um, who they had shared it in another another call that I was on. So I did not, I'm not the creator of this. I am definitely the, uh, you know, the, the person who uses this all the time, but this is essentially what I do every single week. Every Monday, my system looks like this 9am. I have, I have my, my, my accountability call at 745. I have my team huddle at eight and at 9am, I pull stats every single Monday every Monday. And it takes me right now about five minutes. When I first started doing this, it took me about 45 minutes. So I'm super excited because now it's about five minutes. And I have so much data. Okay. So what I do is I like to cover the area. I like to look at stats for the areas that I market to and the areas that I have current listings in. And there's two there's reasons why. Like the reasons, obviously, I want to talk like when I'm talking about these stats here, like I market to this, this zip code and which includes Bonnie Lake and Lake Tap. So 98391 consists of two cities, right? I market to Buckley um, and then I market to Puyallup. So these are the areas that I market to and then I market to Pierce County as a whole. So these are the areas that I market to. And obviously, the reason I want to have these stats is so I know what I'm saying in my content. Because remember, if you guys were on the call last week, we talked about client avatar. We talked about having content that actually is relevant to your people, right? This is no different. You want to have content that's relevant to the people. So if you're trying to do, and I'm going to see this, I'm going to come off, not stop sharing for a second. I see this all the time. And I, I personally, this does not work for me. If it works for you, cool. But I see people all the time trying to talk to like the greater Puget Sound area. You know what the greater Puget Sound area is in Washington? Does anybody know what that is? How big that area is? Lewis, Angel, do you guys know how big that area is? It's huge. The greater Puget Sound area includes six counties, about a hundred zip codes, and rural, suburban, and super densely populated urban areas. So if I'm talking about stats on the greater Puget Sound area, that message is gonna go unheard to so many different people. And if it does, and if people do hear it, like, let's say, let's say the greater Puget Sound area, I don't, I don't even look it up. So I'm just going to make up the number. Let's say the average home sales price in the greater Puget Sound area is a million dollars. Okay. Let's pretend it's probably, it's probably pretty likely. So let's say it's a million dollars, but let's say I'm now talking to someone who lives in a very rural area and the average home price in their area is $300,000. But Linnea, you just said the average home price is a million. How is mine only 300,000? Weird. Like that's like try to reel back from that. That's freaking crazy. So anyway, that is why I don't like to do that. That's why I like to target it down to something more specific and just understand, hey, this is what we're looking at. We're looking at the zip code in general. It consists of two different two different cities. It consists of Bonnie Lake and Lake Taps. The reason why the price point is different, much higher in Lake Taps is because, hello, it's waterfront, lakefront properties. And there's islands for sale on Lake Taps. So like there's a reason why I speak to these specifically. And then, of course, I speak to other areas in my market. Now, these three are areas that I actually have 
um, either uh, listings in or pending or upcoming listings. And the reason why I like to speak to these is because how many of you have to talk to your clients about price reductions right now? <laughs> it freaking happens, right? So this, I'm going to tell you, I actually got the best price reduction ever because I had these stats and I had these stats in front of me and I called my client and I said, look, you know, look, Miss, Miss, Mr. Client, over the last six weeks, we have seen homes in your area go from an average of, you know, 1,053,000 to, uh, uh, 931,000 or whatever, right? So I'm able to look at it and say, over the last six weeks, we've seen home prices drop over $100,000. So right now our home, our days on market are going from, you know, uh, 55, or I don't know what stat I'm looking at, let's say 55 to 46. So days on market are actually picking up a little bit, but home prices are going down. So that means that the market is adjusting, right? Like the home, we're getting the prices to be better off because they were at 99.13% of, of list price, right? So the so prices are starting to, people are starting to buy closer to list price in a faster manner. So if we can get your price down, it's going to be much easier for us to sell your house in a much shorter amount of time. But I was able to look at it week over or quarter over quarter, or week over week on a quarterly basis, a rolling quarter. So what these stats are is obviously actives. I look at how many we closed last quarter. I looked at obviously the sales price this quarter to last quarter, um, sale, sale to list price, um, how many months of inventory, how many days on market, uh, what the pricing trend is, like the pricing trend like right now, 9391, quarter over quarter from this same 12, from the same 90 days quarter, we're seeing a 29% decrease. So we're seeing a 29% decrease in prices in the last quarter, basically. Okay. In this area, we're seeing a 10% increase in prices, but that's cool. But 10% increase in prices, but look where we were last time, 38%. So we're actually seeing prices go down. The pricing trend is going down. Okay. Even though it's still up from the last quarter, it's going down from where it was. So having these stats on a, on a weekly basis has been super, super, super valuable. And what they do is they're actually tracked on a quarter over quarter basis. So uh, when I go into the MLS, I'm pulling them based off of last quarter and this quarter every single week. So this is, I, I missed I missed the uh, second week of the year just because I was in Orlando. But if we look at, um, you know, uh, the, se the second of, we started out the year, let's say with 300, 143 active listings in, in 98391. Okay, we started out the year with 143 active listings. Now we have 141. So there weren't really many houses that sold. There are probably some houses that came on the market that's obviously gonna you know even out. You gotta think about that. But it's just much easier to talk to your clients. I'm gonna tell you a really good example was this one here when I said, okay, Mr. Seller, in your in Puyallup alone, I have 314 active listings. In your specific area, 133 active listings right now. So you have to be super, super, super competitive if you want to sell your house because you're competing against 133 homes in one MLS area in your city. So this is why these come in super handy. Uh, Lewis. Hey, hey, Linnea. Um, for the two columns mm -hmm. um, for trend, dollars per square foot and expired listing trend, um, you captured those um, at a quarterly or I'm sorry, 90 days. Mm -hmm. Is that comparing the prior quarter or the prior, prior quarter? quarter. Prior year. Quarter. Okay. Yeah. Prior so quarter. I track them week over week, looking at them um, compared to the last quarter. 
So everything is always like on a week over week basis. And I'm going to tell you guys, I started to get really fancy. My husband started to get really fancy because I was like, how do I look at this where it's like a graph and I can see the pricing trend. And so he started creating this. Don't ask me what this is right now, but like he's, so I'm working on actually making this even better to where I can like look at it on like a graph lit basis. Cause if you're a visual person, like I am, like, I like to see like the lines showing me that things are going up or things are going down. Um, and my husband is a stats expert. So when you're married to a stats expert, you have a lot of, you have a lot of benefits that other people don't have. And so, so he'll look at me, he'll look at, he'll look at pricing trends with me and he'll look at the, the MLS stats and he'll be like, yeah, so I actually think that prices are going to go down in the spring. I know a lot of people are saying they're going to go up, but I think they're actually going to go down. So like, and he'll be able to look at that data. You know, I, it's easier for me to do it like on a visual basis, but anyway. So that's how that's how I look at them. So let me show you real quick how these stats are pulled into this particular spreadsheet. Um, and yes, uh, Lenora, I will share the template. Um, so here's the deal. So it's something I, I have to update every single week, right? So it starts out with a really empty sheet like this. I actually just was pulling this yesterday because I was talking to my uh, my local group about this, but. Um, Anyway, so this is how they're pulled in and I have an automatic calculation down here. So like you guys, I've taken out the guesswork for you. All you need to do is pull the stats. Okay. All you got to do is pull the stats. That's all you got to do. It's super easy. Um, Angel. Linnea, when you talk about, like you were talking about your QL uplisting mm-hmm. and you told your client there's 133 homes on the market. Yep. Um, are those homes within his price range or are they all up, all the homes in QL up? All the homes in Puyallup, because like, you know, when I'm, when I'm going to go, when I'm going to actually get like a specific price reduction, then I'm going to go a little bit further. But what this is able to do is help me to have those regular touch bases. Cause I call my clients, you know, twice a week when they're on the market, I call them twice a week. And, and because I want them to see like, you know, on Monday, these are, this is the difference between last week and this week. Like, so if our slow, if our showing slowed down, it's because we had 15, 55 more homes come to market. Right. So it's, it's because of that. And, you know, you want it when you're going into actually getting the specific price reduction, yeah, you want it to be more, um, you know, specific to that person, so more comparable to that house, right? But this is just so you can be able to speak at a higher level with people. So this is like all the information that you want specifically, that's like your back pocket stuff. That's the stuff that you save for when you're trying to get the exact result. But this is like, this helps me in being able to obviously speak to my clients, speak to other agents, helps me in, in talking about my marketing and talking in my marketing. So like, that's why this is super important. Okay. Thank you. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So um, when I share this with you guys, I did go ahead and I already created a video on how to use this. So it's pretty, pretty here for you. And I'm going to tell you, it takes me five freaking minutes to pull this, you guys, five minutes. If you have a VA or you have a TC, or you have an assistant, have them pull it and then have them come to you with and just have them send it to you. So that way you can look at them on a regular basis. So the other thing that I'm going to actually add to this, which has been, which I think is going to be really valuable is uh, the weekly mortgage rate. You can actually do this regularly, like on a daily basis too, but does anyone know about bankrate.com? So I'll know about bankrate.com. How many of you look at that on a daily basis? Okay. I'm going to tell you guys, and I'm going to, I'm going to get you over your, the interest rate objection right now. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get you over this and this is how you're going to get over it. Okay. So let's go back here. I know I keep sharing back and forth. It is what it is. Okay. So bankrate.com, bookmark this, save this, make this like something you like part of your morning routine, (laughs) check the rates. 
all you do is you go into mortgages and you go to financing home purchase and you go today's mortgage rates. And you're just going to say, I'm looking for a purchase. And you can guess like, you know, if you're if your market like my like, let's say your buyers right now are mostly, you know, first time buyers, they probably have, you know, 5% down, let's pretend they have 5% down, they might have to do FHA because their credit score is maybe a 680. Okay, so you can check that. And that's, you know, you can you can tweak this. But how many of you knew that uh, FHA rates for 5% down at a 680 credit score are five and a quarter right now? How many of you are hearing? Oh, my God, interest rates are so high. Right? Crazy. So I would highly encourage you to check bankrate.com on a regular basis because when you hear that objection, interest rates are way too high. Well, guess what you could do? You could have this out. You could even have this open in front of you and be like, oh, let's take a look today at an average of what your, of what your um, interest rate would be. What do you think you have for a down payment? Oh, we got 20%. Oh, we have great credit. We're the best buyers in the world, right? Cool. Let, look, guess what? It looks like rates are somewhere around like 4.9 to 5% right now today. Does that constitute rates going down for you? Because everyone talks about rates wanting to get back in the 4%. Here we are. I'm looking at 4.9, 4.9, 4 4.9. Lanelle, can you repeat one more time how you got to that page? You go to bankrate.com. Mm -hmm. You go to mortgages. Mm -hmm. Go to today's mortgage rates. Guys, game changer. Because I'm so tired of hearing people talk about, I'm waiting for interest rates to go down. Interest rates, I actually had, we actually had this this week. Uh, one of our, one of my lenders, my mutual clients called my lender and said, we're not going to buy because my friends told me interest rates are too crazy. <laughs> and she was like, oh, really? Do, are hey, you Linnea? friends? Yeah. Um, this is Kevin. Uh, so yeah, but some of those on on the bankrate.com look at the APRs too because they are yep. they come with uh, point buy downs, um, uh, yep. as far as loan costs, loan cost wise. So like I thought one of them was that they had up there was like one point eight uh, point yeah. buy down. So that's how they're getting to to that to yeah that percent range. Yeah, and I think that's important to know, you guys. Like, you got to be careful when you talk about rates, right? Like, you can't you can't quote a rate, but you have to be careful and talk about it um, the right way. But also, that's just a really good reason to get someone over to a lender, right? Let's see what your actual qualifications are, right? If like I'm saying, like with some point buy downs and with some seller concessions, because we still are, we are seeing a lot of seller concessions right now. So these point buy downs of $11,000 to get that rate, I mean, it's highly likely that homes that are the sale inventory that's coming off of last quarter that hasn't sold yet, there you could probably get some concessions for those and get that 4.99% rate. You are correct. So when I'm writing offers, I'm, I'm calling, I, I have three lenders that I use um, on a continuous basis. I call them, we have weekly calls where I'm calling them and getting their programs, getting their rates, putting that into... Um, uh, some spreadsheets. And so I know exactly, depending on the lender, I have a good jumbo lender, land lender, construction lender, then I have an FHA, VA lender. Um, and then I have just one that's an Alt-A lender that has really some unique out-of-the-box programs. So depending on the buyer that I'm working with, I put them with the right lender and I'm always saying, okay, hey, yeah, how much, um, what is your 7-1 arm? What is your 10-1 arm? What is your 30-year fix? And I'm strategizing with the buyer saying, hey, what's your what is your um what's your uh 
Uh, how long do you think you're going to be in this home? What are your future plans? So maybe we'll go with a 7-1 arm with a 1% rate buy down, and then we, we can get you at that 4.99% rate and yep. the payment that you need to make it all happen. So that's awesome. Just my two cents. That's awesome. No, absolutely. You're right. Like you guys, like the rate, the rate objection is BS. I'm just going to put that out there. It's BS because the reality is, you know, what Kevin just said, you, you can get lower rates. There's, there's ways to do it. Okay. On top of that, like you guys, you're going to live in your house longer than you're going to have that rate on your interest rate. Right. Like, I mean, the likelihood, I mean, it's pretty likely. Um, but the rate objection, this is just one way to be able to look at it. And the other way that you could use this bankrate.com with the same tracker that I was just talking about was like, you can have kind of the highlight of it. You can do a screenshot, put it on your tracker and you can have it there and be like, it looks like rates over the last couple of weeks have actually gone down maybe a half a percent, depending on the program you have, depending on the concessions you have. You know what I mean? So maybe you don't have to speak directly to a rate, but you can speak to the rate trend, right? Speaking to the trend keeps you safe from having to quote APRs. Uh, one more thing, Linnea. I mean, it looks yeah. like there's people probably across the U.S. here. So one of the banks I do use, and probably they're, I think they're in every state, is uh, U.S. Bank. Uh, U.S. Bank has one of the best jumbo products out there. Um, I had a client that they wanted to get into this this uh, new con new construction. It was a Lennar home. Um, the lender they were using, they can only get them to 1.1 million. I said, okay, they can't get you there. Call U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank got them approved for $200,000 more with a much lower rate. So if you guys are looking for a good jumbo lender, boom, U.S. Bank has the lowest rates around. I price them all. So just a tip there. Yeah. And I also think it's important when you guys are talking, like trying to work with the rate objection right now. I also think it's really important to just quiz your lenders, you guys. Like if you use the same single lender for every single client, I mean, I, I personally don't do that. I don't do that. Um, I have multiple lenders. I have like, I have like all of them for different purposes, right? So I have about four lenders that I refer people to on a regular basis. And I don't even just go through a list and be like, okay, you get one, you get one, you get, that's not how I do it. Like I'm multiple, I'm always quizzing them. What's your specialty? I have one lender who's a VA. So she gets most of my VA loans because that's her specialty. All of my lenders can do VA, but let's go back to two calls ago when I talked about having a niche, right? So like, I don't want people who can do VA because you get different responses. But if you know someone who is a VA, that's her specialty. She markets to, she markets to veterans. Like that's who I refer. I have someone who specializes in down payment assistance. So I have first time buyers and they, she gets my down payment assistance, right? I have one lender who's been in the business for 25 years and he just wants a really easy, clean deals and he can get really good rates on really high loans. So that's who I go to. So like quiz your lenders and understand like who you're working with on a regular basis. Um, Cause that's going to help you a lot too in getting that, that lender referral. Uh, Kevin, Isabel is asking you a question. Does a client go through a broker to us bank directly? Sorry, I'm taking myself on mute. Um, so I I deal with I deal with banks directly. I don't use um, I don't use brokers. Uh, I well, I mean here down here in San Diego, I use U.S. Bank directly. I use use uh, 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 Guild Mortgage, um, and then uh, a couple other uh, 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 VA lenders. But um, with that being said, I like. I like, I don't want to get really into the weeds here, but 
I like banks that can portfolio their own products, mm-hmm. meaning they don't have to sell their loans to F- to the secondary market market like Fannie Mae, Bank of America, Freddie Mac, Wells Fargo, all those all those larger banks, and especially the the government um, Fannie and Freddie, they buy loans off the secondary market, and they have to they have to um, those those are typically higher rates, and they have to deal with their underwriting guidelines and their overlays. So what you want to do is if you like U.S. banks, again, they 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 carry their own products, which that's why you can't beat them in a jumbo in the jumbo market. So I go direct and establish those relationships. I, um, you know, take them out to lunch, talk about them, talk about their products and how they hit and do they portfolio their own products. And and you'll find it much easier going direct with a bank or a good mortgage lender than trying to deal with a broker. That's my experience. I agree. I agree with that. That's been my experience too. Anybody else have that same experience? Okay. Um, okay. So do you guys, uh, do, do, did you find a little bit of value in this call? Did you find some value in tracking stats? Okay. Anybody have any questions? Okay. When we're going to get the recording, I jump late. Sorry about that. <laughs> The recording will be available when it's available, as soon as they get it posted and I get it posted into the Facebook group. So I don't know. I can't give you an exact timeline on that because I don't know. It's like okay. sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's a couple of days. So just bear with okay. me. It'll be there. Thank you. Thank you. I have a, a question. So when you on your spreadsheet there, when you indicated like you indicated like four different, I think those are cities. I don't know if those are counties or cities, but um, is that your farm area that you do you typically farm? Like the like ninth nine eight three nine one Bonnie Lake, uh, Lake oh. Taps Buckley. Are those are, are those, do you continuously farm those areas? Yep, I farm them. I have um, I'm very 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 local in them. I have a lot of listings in these areas. I um, like you know I have uh, events that I throw in these areas. I have kiosks throughout the areas. These are areas that I'm like present, so people see me. It's okay. also where I li- it's also where I live. All right. Can- uh, let me ask you one more one more question, and then because um, uh, we're in, in at, at our brokerage, we're putting together. We, we started a new, the new farming class, right? And I'm not a huge farmer. I'm kind of all over the board, mm-hmm. do a lot of relocation stuff, and so. But I really want to focus on putting a farm together using more of street tax, et cetera. But yeah. um, what 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 do you think how, as far as your farm? How big is it? As far as how many units? Um, do you farm? So I used to, you guys, I used to do a, a ton um, at, for a lot of money. Um, I used to do about 2,500 different addresses and I did an EDDM. Uh, this year, I switched up my strategy a little bit. And so now what I do is I actually sponsor uh, a magazine. So there's two magazines, the Bonnie Lake Neighbors Magazine and the Lake Taps Neighborhood Magazine. So in this magazine, I go out to... Um, 3,700 homes total between the two of them. And it's an actual magazine. So um, I get to do a lot of PR. I get to like, it's like a lot better than me having to come up with the addresses alone. So that's how I do it now. Um, the thing with, so the thing with, e, so I did EDDM and I've actually closed quite a few deals. Well, now quite a few, <laughs> three from EDDM, which is quite a few for EDDM because EDDM takes a really long time. And you're like, for the amount of people that you reach to close three is, you know, a lot, but not a lot, but it is a lot for EDDM. But anyway, I've closed three and 
The thing with EDVM that made it really a bit harder for farming was more that, um, you know, you have to get the, you have to get your messaging just right. So if you're farming, just like we talked about a niche in your digital marketing, in your presentation and everything, like you have to get your messaging right in your farm. So your postcards need to be speaking to your target audience. Everything needs to be speaking specifically to your audience because you're going to do what I did. And, um, um, I did, um, like just kind of a generic blanket and EDM is a blanket, right? So it's a little bit harder to get the right, the right farm. So I would say if you're going to farm, Kevin farm based off of the, uh, like a target area, like I specifically want Lake Taps and Bonnie Lake because A, I'm local and I don't want to drive. I actually hate driving. love my car, but I hate driving. <laughs> so I don't want to drive too far. Uh, but second of all, like I like the price point because like the average price one on Lake Taps is like a, thousand, it's a million, like 1.1 million three. And then the average price in Bonnie Lake is about 678. So I like that price point. So like you kind of pick that, also kind of pick areas where like there's not a lot of market share. So I'll be real honest with you, the areas that I farm, there's there's two, three agents who are near me who are pretty, like they've been around forever, forever. They've been around for 20, 25 years and they're doing the same thing. So I'm now kind of coming in. <laughs> I'm like the new one, I'm the newbie coming in and kind of taking over. And I will tell you, um, you guys, it's it's made a big difference. Like people people recognize me as being like a magazine sponsor, not just like a mark, like a mail, like a salesperson sending a mail. Like they're like, oh, you're actually in our neighborhood. I got quite a few things. So just be super targeted about your marketing. And we can talk about farming on a different call if you want to, for sure. Yeah, thank you very much for that input. Hey, hey Linnea. Yeah. I got on a little bit late. Is there some place to download the spreadsheet? I'm going to put it into the Facebook group. So oh, okay, great. if you're part of the Facebook group, it will be there. I'll get those. So Petya, back to you. I'll get the Facebook, the spreadsheet posted uh, sooner, but I don't know when this replay will be posted. So, okay. Were there any other questions? Cheryl, I just answered yours. You sent me. Cool. All right, you guys, thank you all. If you ever have questions, feel free to reach out. Um, happy to help. Linnea, Linnea, I have a quick question. Yeah. Um, what is the name of the Facebook group? Mm. It is Real Talk with Linnea. Let me just paste it here real quick if you don't have it. Perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. One second. Should have it just like. This is so great. My, my screen is constantly freezing. That's why it's off. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. There you go. So that is the Facebook groups. So if you are a part of that, uh, this is where I will post the template. If you are not, please join so you can have a copy of the template. I'll talk with Linnea. I will. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. This is amazing. Yay. Glad I could help. Thank you. Have a great day. You're amazing. Thank you. Thanks, Linnea have to set up john why Thank don't you I, absolutely john if you're still here i'll um i'll message you one off about your question okay okay bye if you'd like more information or to get connected to the agent power huddle join our free facebook group this call was designed for the agents in our exp organization but open to any agent from any brokerage if you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about exp or our specific resources within the agent collective reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info produced by the agent collective media network